Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Relove Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ezzy Spencer. We have some lovely barley birds, evening liminal wildlife in the background, so please enjoy the magic. I am an author, a coach, and I help brilliant magical women to create love. And in this podcast episode, we're going to dive into the question of how do I know if this is the right person? Like, how am I supposed to feel when I am dating someone who might actually be a viable contender for the type of relationship that I want to step into? And this is a question that I get a lot of the time from women in my coaching containers who've gone through the process of rewiring their attraction patterns. They've gone through a deep dive in terms of cultivating real self-love, returning to their self-worth, building up their self-belief and their confidence. And it's almost like they feel like they're flying blind a little bit because they're not really in the old familiar patterns. And by, you know, familiar patterns, I mean, at times like dysfunctional patterns or less than patterns, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you've been in toxic relationships in the past, right? You know, but usually once you've gone through a deep self-love journey, once you've really reclaimed your sense of self and your self-value and you're really in a beautiful embodiment with all of that, when you're really showing up in your feminine essence and you're calling in someone for that forever partnership, when you're dating in that way, it's often, it's quite different. You know, it's really quite different in terms of the people that you're attracting into your field, the nature of the relationships that you're having. And so it can be really normal to ask that question, like, how is it supposed to feel if what it is that you are experiencing is feeling like good and positive, but actually quite different from what it is that you've experienced in the past. So you can hear in the background, we have got to, <laughs> the Bali dogs. I am going to persevere and thank you for indulging me with some of the background noise. And so how am I supposed to feel with the right person? There is a short answer to this question, which is, of course, to trust yourself, listen to your body. And I'll always come back to this feeling of trusting yourself and really tuning into your body, your body as a tuning fork and honoring your own inner wisdom, right? I trust you to trust yourself. And in addition to that, there is a longer answer to this question, which can be helpful if you haven't got the lived experience of dating in this context once once you've reset your attraction patterns. And I did an interesting Instagram story the other day where I was like, there's differences in terms of trust where you don't necessarily know the terrain that you're in. You know, you can trust yourself there in that sort of primal sense. And that's a big yes. And in addition to that, it's okay. It doesn't devalue that sense of trust in yourself when you're like, hey, I'm in new terrain. I'm just going to ask for directions. Like I'm going to go and find someone who's been on this journey before. They might have a map. I might look at the map. Looking at the map does not mean I'm betraying my trust in myself. It's just me collecting more data, more information. And I'm when I'm in that place of mastery, when I've really familiarized myself with this new terrain, that's okay. Like I can put the map down at that point, you know, and I can really come into a trusting of myself in the context of my new circumstance. So it's like a more nuanced version of understanding self-trust. Yeah, so the short answer is always go within, always listen to yourself, always pay attention to the signs of your body. You know, whenever in a doubt, go inside yourself, listen to the answer and trust accordingly. And in addition to that, I'm going to go into more detail in this podcast episode if what you're looking for is a bit more of a map. So 
by way of context, what I'm finding is that so many of the women who come into the Relove experience have had a period of reflective time over the last few years, being alone for an extended period of time and really reflecting on who we are, what our values, what our priorities are, what it is that we want to create for our life, making necessary adjustments. And many women have had a period of intentional celibacy as well. And yes, there's another podcast episode about that as well, which you might want to tune into if you're interested in that. And so what I'm finding is the people who are coming to work with me now have actually taken the time to do that real deep dive on who they are at this particular stage of their evolution in this particular season of their life. They've really got more clarity, or at least they're seeking that greater clarity around what it is that they want to create in their life in terms of meaningful partnership, moving forwards. Perhaps they've already broken some of those old patterns from the past, meaning that in the past they might have been attracted to people who are unavailable or attracted to people who weren't able to meet them in all of the ways that they were craving to be met inside of relationship. So they've taken a pause, they've taken the opportunity to have that reset, and they've taken the time to rewire their attraction patterns. Maybe they've also taken the time to get clear around what their goals are in terms of relationship and, you know, maybe it's time to like not just fall into relationship or do it in an ad hoc way. And maybe there's now an intentionality around the dating process and more of a value on your time and on your energy and knowing that, you know, you can stumble through and you can see what comes and that's one way of doing it. But if you approach the dating process with more mindfulness, if you approach it with a greater consciousness and with a greater awareness, particularly around what it is that you're looking for, particularly what it is that you deserve in relationship um, and maybe still doing some work about that readiness and that deservingness, maybe still going through the process of rebuilding your sense of self um, post a relationship breakdown or, you know, even post the pandemic and a pivot in other areas of your life, right? You know, it can take time to rebuild that sense of self and that sense of self-belief and confidence, you know, but once you've actually started that journey, you know, it's, 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 it's a different thing just in terms of the way that you're going to show up in dating. Yeah. So that's the context of the question, because I think it can get a little bit you know, confusing, as I alluded to before, when you are dating in this more intentional way, you know, to pick up the signs, hang on a sec, like what is right here? What isn't right here? What if a healthy, long-term, you know, stable and functional loving partnership is actually not in your familiarity zone? What if that hasn't been modeled for you in the past, you know? And when I'm talking about that, you know, stable, loving partnership, I'm talking about being met in all of the three key ways, right? And so a lot of the time people have said, yeah, I've had a stable relationship in the past. And what they're really talking about is that they've had more of a friendship or maybe even like a a love connection with someone, but they haven't had a sexual dimension to that relationship for many years. And so when we're really talking about this deep, loving, stable partnership, we're wanting you to be met in all three key ways. You're wanting you to be met in terms of that romantic love. Yes. In terms of that friendship or companionship. Yes. But also in terms of that deeper physical connection, that sexual intimacy. You know, we want that to be forming part of it as well for it to be really satisfying, meaningful and deeply enriching for you both for the long term. And this is obviously particularly relevant for you if what it is that you're looking to create is a life with someone or a forever partnership, you know, with someone. And I'm speaking through that lens because deep down, most of the women who come into Relove do have that yearning in their heart. They may still need to do a little bit of work around really owning uh, their value. So really 
really feeling worthy, feeling like that is possible for them, you know, that that's something which they are able to create. So, you know, that's definitely something which we dive into in the Relove program. But it often does tend to be the heart's desire to step into that longer term, loving, stable partnership. So I'm going to give you some tips here in this podcast episode as to some of the clues that you may wish to look towards when you are trying to figure out for yourself, how is it supposed to feel? Is this person someone that I could go the distance with? What should I be paying attention to? In terms of my own inner experience, in order to guide my decision making, to really express how I feel, to accept that person's pursuit, you know? So, First, I'm going to give you a really amazing clue as to what you may want to look for in terms of an emotional set point. And this can be quite revolutionary for you if you have looked for a lot of other things in terms of a relationship. If you're someone who's got a bit of a list or, you know, a bucket list, if you're approaching relationship through more of an intellectual process, right? Because an emotional set point is going to be more embodied. It's going to be felt in your body. It's somatic. It's a physical sensation. Yeah. And so what we want to be talking about firstly is a clue. What do we want it to be feeling like, you know, on that deep embodied somatic level? And then secondly, we'll talk about a clue that maybe you are not quite going in the right direction with this person. Yeah. And so the first part of this, what is it supposed to feel like or a clue that you're heading in the right direction is a feeling of it being consistently pleasant with that person. Consistently pleasant. That's your benchmark. That's your emotional set point. Now, this is not to say that you cannot also feel excited, you know, and to have butterflies and to be feeling lit up and inspired and to be feeling activated and captivated and all of those things too. Um, you know, of course, yeah, but so often we're trained and we're trained by our peers, we're trained by, you know, societal modeling, we're trained by Hollywood that, you know, it should be huge fireworks when we meet somebody who is potentially the one for us, yeah. And so coming back to this emotional set point, of it being consistently pleasant can actually be revolutionary. So as long as that set point is there, as long as it does feel consistently pleasant, and both of those things are important, the feeling of it being pleasant and this being a somatic feeling, so this being something that you're actually physically feeling in your body, this pleasantness is key, but also that it is consistent over time. So you want to be feeling consistent over multiple touch points. So when you see them, each time it's feeling consistently pleasant, yeah? In between seeing them, it's also feeling consistently pleasant. So you're not on that emotional roller coaster and let's get on to the next one in a sec because, of course, that's going to be the clue uh, that you may be heading in the wrong direction. Um, but it can take a little bit of a rewiring. It can take a little bit of recalibrating in this new terrain when what it is that you're cultivating is that stable, healthy, functional, long-term relationship. The consistency of the pleasantness of the feeling may not be the unicorns and the rainbows and the fireworks that you may be used to. And that may not be such a bad thing in terms of the sustainability of it. Yeah. And so by all means, have other elements that are present as well. Of course, it's really going to come down to your unique love blueprint. And we go into this in a huge amount of detail inside of Relove. Like in terms of these three areas, we really dive into what is going to have you come alive in all of the ways for that sustainable long-term relationship. However, if this baseline 
of it being consistently pleasant is missing, then the rest of it doesn't actually matter. So that is the clue. This is what it's supposed to feel like. All right, so then let's flip over to the other side. What is it not supposed to feel like? And I kind of gave it away before, right? But it's obviously not supposed to feel volatile. It's not supposed to feel like a roller coaster. It's not supposed to feel like the other person is like maybe going to go away. You're not supposed to be feeling in this state of scarcity. You're not supposed to be really tanked up with a whole lot of hormones and chemicals like adrenaline and cortisol and dopamine. Because, of course, if someone is coming in and out and like pulling back and, you know, being very exciting and pursuing you, but then for whatever reason, dropping out, you know, that's an example of how these chemicals can start to get you hooked into a bit of an addictive cycle with that person. And here's the thing. It's like, you know, popular culture, a lot of our imprinting around, um, you know, from arts, from culture and from society, you know, writ large has sort of trained us to think that these are actually positive signs. These are signs that we must really like the person. And maybe we do really like the person, but also like maybe we're getting hooked into a situation which is really hitting us in in some of our really vulnerable parts as well, right? You know, really getting into this cycle of like scarcity or not wanting to be abandoned or wanting to, you know, pedal harder and to perform and to be chosen and to be picked and to be loved and to be accepted, you know. These can be really um, sneaky things that can come up inside of us, particularly when we are blinded by these hormones and we are blinded by these chemicals and we get hooked into like this dopamine situation. Like the neurobiology from our body can be like firing. And sometimes I work with people who are very spiritual and they may say, look at a situation like this. It's like, this is a soul contract or we have karmic ties or there's like a past life connection here, or maybe it's a twin flame. You know, maybe I should stay in this situation because there's really something for me to work through here. You know, like there's really really, you know, a lot of scope for us to work through our wounding and triggers together inside of this relational container, you know. And, you know, look, if that's if that's really true for you, you know, again, I'm going to come back to the beginning, which is like listen to yourself and trust your own instincts around it. And particularly, um, you know, if you're inside of like some supportive framework where you're getting help to work through these things, then absolutely like relational wounds can be healed inside of a relational container. But a lot of the time I see that these types of spiritual um, sort of window dressing can be wrapped around situations which are actually really dysfunctional and can just be triggering you further and can be really building up some even greater layers of pain and hurt, which, you know, you'll need to, you know, once the situation comes to an end point, you know, once you say you've had enough or once the other person tires and moves on, you know, some people can just be really unconscious in the way that they engage in some of these relational dynamics. But, you know, it can still really layer up the hurt. It can layer up the harm. And, you know, it's not something that we have to put ourselves through, quite frankly. And so sometimes the soul contract here may actually be you recognizing that, hey, enough is enough. And I choose myself and I choose to break this pattern of getting hooked into these dynamics where I'm not treated as I deserve to be treated, where I'm given crumbs, you know, where the other person is like not showing up consistently, where I don't have this stable baseline of it feeling consistently pleasant, where the other person is not actually ready for a relationship, but I'm still investing my time and my energy and I'm shifting my focus off myself to 
them and into some, um, you know, some situation where the other person might be amazing, might be fantastic. And maybe in another period of time, the timing might be right for us to be together, but accepting that this is not what is the present reality. Like the other person is not ready right now. You know, the other person is not available right now. The other person is not, you know, fully, you know, integrated or healed inside of themselves right now to really show up and meet you how you deserve to be met right now. If what your goal is, is to establish that long-term, healthy, stable relationship, you can't change where somebody is at. And so really claiming and owning yourself is a position of real self-love and real self-sovereignty. And it can be hard. It can be hard to break that pattern. And it's so doable. It can be one of the greatest expressions of love for yourself to say, enough is enough. I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to break those patterns now. And I'm going to actually make a change in my life and in my relating. There's no shame in it. There's only a huge amount of love and personal power in it. All right. So to wrap up, the two clues. The first clue that you are on the right track is when it's feeling consistently pleasant in your body over time. And the second clue that it, you're not on the right track is when there's a feeling of emotional roller coasterism, when there's an emotional volatility in it, when the other person is in and out, when your hormones are raging. So if you would like some help in normalizing the first part of it to really understand, hey, is this a situation where it is the new terrain and this new terrain is the healthy terrain and the right terrain, then consider jumping into Relove. So we do have another group which is starting very soon and the enrollment is closing on the 25th of September. So jump on over to my website, ezzyspencer.com and check out the details. You're also welcome to reach out to me, Ezzy Spencer, on Instagram if you'd like to chat about it. And uh, if you're also wanting a little bit of help in terms of breaking that pattern, so if you're noticing that you do still get enmeshed in that second type of relationship, then Relove may be perfect for you. So go and check out. We have a beautiful curriculum, which is all about building self-love, self-trust. And then from that place, going into the dating world, really equipped with all of the tools that you need in order to navigate this new terrain, which is totally available for you. So you can step into that beautiful, loving relationship that you so deserve. So all of the details are over at ezzyspencer.com. Go and check out Relove. And I'm wishing you all of the love that you deserve.